Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 130, 130 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode. You already know. We're chilling, kicking it, having a good time, good vibes. You already know what it is, man. Got the bruise on deck. About to roll something in a little bit. You know what I mean? We're chilling out. How you feeling tonight, bro? I'm feeling great, man. I mean, the weather got a little bit nicer than it was. Um, it was scaring me a little bit. It's about to call the groundhog a liar. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, the weather got better. Uh, baseball is coming, so yeah, everything is good so far. Yes, sir. So yeah, man, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, some highlights of the week for y'all. Let's get into it. Uh, first things first, we're gonna touch on some sports highlights of the week. We had UFC 298 over the weekend. Lit card, a lot of great fights on there, but we will get into the main event real quick. Uh, Tuporia defeats Volkanovski in round two via KO, TKO, and the new featherweight champ is Tuporia, man. Volkanovski losing his title is something I didn't expect to see, especially coming off the loss of his last fight. Um, but man, I gotta, I gotta give it to Ilya Tuporia, man. He's just been on a roll now 15 and oh, he's undefeated still. And now he is the champ and now it'll be going through him. So, uh, calling out McGregor, you seen that? He said, if, if you got anything left, man, I'll be waiting in Spain. Real Madrid posted him on their Twitter, um, which is huge. I mean, that's one of the biggest sports franchises in the world and coming from your, your home country. I mean, that's gotta mean something. Um, so it's just dope, man. Great to see his success. I've watched the last couple of his fights personally. Uh, won me some money too, uh, but not this time because I did take Volk, unfortunately. But we learned our lesson. Uh, Volk's lost me money now too many times, so we won't be doing that again. Um, but didn't know if Tapuria was ready yet or not, but clearly he showed us he was. Did you get to see it, man? What's your thoughts? Yeah, it was a pretty good fight overall. Um, the card itself was pretty, it was actually really good, um, really entertaining to watch. Tapuria, I knew he had it in him. I knew it, <laughs> um, but it's easier to say in hindsight, as you said, did not think Volkanovski was getting knocked out, did not think he would lose, um, so I, like I, that, as man. as much as I said Taporia was going to win, I was honestly just like, I was talking shit, I, <laughs> I was riding the Volkanovski train, um, I, just, I thought he was going to win myself, but it, it was a good fight overall, it was pretty crazy. As we just said, did not think he would get knocked out. I thought it would go at least the distance. Um, so it was pretty crazy to see that. Um, and I don't know, man. I'm excited for the fights to come. Uh, UFC has been pretty good so far to start the year. Cannot wait for this Conor McGregor-Michael Chandler fight. We were talking about it. We seen Michael Chandler call him out uh, on the WWE. You had told me that we're going to be seeing a little bit more of that because of the collaboration between the two. Um, so yeah, man, I, I think it's cool overall. Cannot wait for that, that fight to happen, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to as well as UFC 300. Uh, we'll pull Tom back on the card. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that card as it approaches and gets closer, but. Uh, it's pretty much it, but we did get some good UFC action this past weekend. We also had the NBA All-Star Game uh, end weekend as well. Uh, not too exciting anymore, got to be honest, man. It just don't hold the same weight as it used to back in the day, and especially the dogs we had growing up, the Kobe AI games, the Vince Carters, the T-Macs, the LeBrons. When he was coming into the league, Shaq was still ball. I mean, it was like all the guys that used to play, they used to play for a reason, it felt like. 
and they were competitive. Uh, now it's just lacks the competitiveness and it just doesn't hold the same weight. Like I said, unfortunately, um, which leads me to a couple questions. I mean, for you in a moment, um, but Dame did win the MVP, the all-star game, uh, the East won 186 to 211. Um, but yeah, man, what's your thoughts on just how the NBA all-star game has been going the past few years and, uh, just your, your thoughts on it, man. I, I it just doesn't hold the same weight. How you feel? Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's not as competitive at all. Uh, The offense, it's just ridiculous. Like you said, how everybody's so laxed. Um, No defense at all. Uh, And I don't know. As much as it might be cool for younger kids to constantly see scoring and putting up buckets, it honestly is not a good example of – I don't know. Like when, so when I want to see the best players in the world play together, I want to see them go in their hardest. Obviously, we're not going to get that because too many people are scared of injury. Um, I'm hearing rumors that they want to get paid now for it. So that's even a little bit crazier. But I don't know. I just think it comes with nobody caring. And it's more so, as Anthony Edwards said, a break towards the players. Like they look at it towards a vacation. Um, nobody's going there to really try their hardest. They look at it as an accolade. Uh, they don't really want to play in a game. I wanted to go back to the times where it was like the All-Stars were playing in the game. Like, you know what I mean? And the slam dunk competition. You had Kobe in the slam dunk competition, and he was playing in an All-Star game. Uh, I think there was a clip on Twitter going around. I want to say it was from like 2010 or 2009. But the All-Star game, it was like 105-108 in the fourth quarter. Like, we're not seeing these... 200 plus point games when we were younger it's just ridiculous yeah man it's just like i said the competitiveness is just not there anymore unfortunately uh definitely lacks that and i think a big part of that reason like you said the players don't want to get hurt and it's kind of like you know the load management thing and they kind of feel like they don't have to and this is a break for them and that's how they view it now uh, it's just uh, it's just unfortunate it really is especially when we grow up with what we had and um just uh, you know nobody it's just everybody brought that that energy and it was fun back in the day when they used to wear their own jerseys <laughs> um like that that's what I have the memories of of the NBA All-Star game and I'm glad you brought it up to the dunk contest the three-point contest I feel like the guys that used that were supposed to be in them were in them back in the day now it's just kind of like whoever volunteers to do it <laughs> because nobody wants to do it um but yeah that's kind of how it seems now yeah man I've seen a tweet about something that said it should replicate the, the NHL All-Star game a little bit more like you got to force these young guys to just they did you got to do it you know what I mean uh the rising stars challenge I kind of like because it, it sort of is like that, but you still got guys that don't want to try as much. But like the skills challenge, it should be young guys that are like locked in. You know what I mean? You have no choice. You got to show your skills, show out. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I don't I know. Mean, I, I just feel like they got to do a little bit th- more. But one thing, did you see uh, Shannon Sharp call out Kai Sanat? That had me in tears. Yeah. He said he was smaller standing up than he was sitting down. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Um, but yeah, I think it's more entertaining at this point is the celebrities that attend the All-Star Weekend and All-Star Games. Even the celebrity All-Star Game is more intense, I feel like, and they try harder than the actual uh, players in their game. Uh, like Micah, for instance. Micah won the MVP, the All-Star Game, and the Celebrity Game. Um, he was actually balling. He dropped like 38 points or whatever it was. Uh, but I know he actually used to play basketball so that's pretty funny um 
him and Puka were actually going hard together. So that was pretty funny. And they were playing like CJ Stroud and shit. Um, but yeah, man, it's just a shame. But hopefully they can find ways to make it better again. I'm seeing things like on social media now. And, you know, the, you know, I think it was Gilbert Arenas was saying something like maybe make it like the king of the hill type shit. Do like one on ones or like three on threes or two on twos and make it more competitive to where these guys can go out and actually prove something to each other or, you know, make it competitive and or just have like players buy into it for an, a, a reward, like a bigger reward. Um, especially the younger guys that want to showcase their talents. Um, just, there's just a couple ideas floating around. I definitely think the, the King of the Hill thing is kind of cool. If they did like a tournament, maybe, uh, you know, in All-Star Weekend that included like a one-on-one or a 2v2, even if it wasn't the actual All-Star game itself, I think that would be dope, like just to show some competitiveness against each other because, you know, them guys would definitely get competitive against each other uh, when it's personal like that. So I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I agree with you there. They definitely got to f- figure out a new format for sure, man. I mean, and the European I, guys just, like Jokic and Luka, they just look at it as a complete joke. I yeah, mean, they're having fun out there, but that's pretty much it. So, I mean, they went down the court the one time, they were volleying it to each other like volleyball. It, I don't, it was just funny, man. But again, hopefully, we get a better All Star game or weekend for NBA. Hopefully, that that just kind of gets better over time, or they find new ways to incorporate things that makes it better. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that also leads me to my next question. What sport do you think has the best all-star weekend or all-star game? Like, I, I personally, I have an opinion, but I want to hear yours, man. What, do, what sport do you think at this point is the best and the most entertaining? I have to go MLB baseball. Um, the home run derby is electric. I kind of would rather go back to the old rules where it just determined how many outs you had uh going back there but yeah just in general speaking of all-star games um like the actual game itself i'd much rather pick the mlb it's a hard choice because the nhl is not boring in itself it's actually a really good format uh but the pro bowl nba all-star weekend are just terrible um so yeah i gotta pick baseball there man i mean i wish there was a little bit more fun there um maybe you could do the fastest pitcher uh you could do the fastest runner like so they maybe they could test out the waters a little bit but yeah as of right now i gotta go with mlb yeah absolutely agree there i mean that that seems to be the only sport that has like competitiveness to it in all-star weekend anymore um the al versus the nl seems always to be kind of competitive in the game and it's kind of hard to not be um in baseball i feel like when you're actually playing compared to other sports it's kind of harder to be late i guess i don't i don't really know how to word it but it's harder to be lazy <laughs> because like if you hit yeah like, you know when you're just yeah, fuck, you're like, not going hard yeah, swinging a bat like, like exactly like it, it's like you know and then you just look like a like <laughs> you look like a bitch if you're not and you know you're letting the guy strike you out so you're trying to hit it i feel like and you know if the ball gets hit you're not just gonna look at it go over your head you're gonna try to catch it to make yourself look better um i just feel like there's more to prove maybe um, yeah that is a kind of that's a great point honestly yeah. like you really you can't, can't just be as lax court. 
court or like, you know, like not block your man. Like, it's just like, you know, there's more to it. I feel like that you kind of have to try <laughs> um, or just like I said, it doesn't lack the um, competitiveness as the other sports. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. I think MLB All-Star Weekend is pretty entertaining, especially with the Home Run Derby, as you said. Always look forward to that since I was a kid. I remember playing it <laughs> on the MLB The Show, always doing the Home Run Derby. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, and really just excited for baseball in general. I mean, and so we'll definitely get into that. Um, spring trading starts tomorrow. Couldn't be more hype about it. MLB season is basically here, and you know we're hype, man. We touched on it last week, and so we're going to continue to get more and more into it as the weeks go on. Um, but, yeah, man, MLB season is is going to be a good one, I feel like. And the Phillies play their first spring training game in just three days. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, some just some things going on this week. Uh, Phillies did sign with Merrifield as an addition to the team. I love that. Um, How are you feeling about that, bro? I do. I, I like it a lot. It's a great signing for us. Low risk. Uh, we did not pay too much for him. And really, he's going to be a role guy on this team for us. And he's an experienced hitter. Um, he's had postseason success. He's won. He knows how to win. Um, he's been an all-star a couple times in his career. Yeah, I've seen his interview. I mean, it got Philly fans pretty hype all over yeah, Twitter. They're calling him Wiz Wit. I think that's pretty funny. He's already got a little nickname going on. Um, and like he said, man, he came here to play for the Phillies because of the clubhouse, the vibes, the energy. Like guys want to come here to play. And that's what I love about the team and about this team and the energy that they bring and the fans. Obviously, the atmosphere at the bank, it just all takes into account, I feel like, when people come to play here um obviously um got a lot to look forward to this season but with Merrifield being a great addition in the outfield for us a great bat in the lineup when we need him um and it just gives us some depth there because you know especially with Marsh going having surgery this offseason you don't know how he's coming back yet um and Rojas you know having the hitting issues last year just gives you more security um and, and again this is expensive an experienced guy um, that can bring stuff to the table that we need. Um, and he's excited to play here, so you can't ask for much more there. Uh, Bryson Wheeler going at it, drawing a crowd the other day. I seen that yesterday. Uh, pretty lit, man. Just just the vibes. I'm liking the energy I'm seeing there um, down in Clearwater. And it's just uh, it's just looking up, man, and I'm really excited to get into it. Uh, Kirkering is looking pretty good from what I'm seeing. I uh, see some videos on him today. Uh, I think he's going to have a great season as he Kind of came in last year and did a lot for us, man, especially in the postseason, being so young, getting his first starts as closing, uh, as a closer. Um, I, so I'm definitely looking forward to see what he does this year. And also something that fired me up, John Middleton's speech to the team. He basically told everybody and the guys, man, he said, look, man, I want our effing trophy back. Go get it. He told the same speech to Ryan Howard um, 15 years ago. And they delivered. So let's try to do it, man. And let's, let's look forward to that. Um, I'm just glad that the energy seems to be there. Um, reading JT is locked in and uh, everybody just seems to be locked in good vibes. So looking forward to MLB and I'll leave it to you to talk what's going on with them Yankees. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously we're both hype for the baseball season. I want to get in the more. A lot to look forward to, man. Yeah. Not to be hyped about as a Yankees um, fan. Yeah. I'm definitely Best super, super stoked in a while. Yeah, for sure, man. I want to get into a little bit about the Phillies with you before we move on to the Yanks. Uh, just two more questions. Want to know about your opinion on the Rob Thompson interview, um, the little speech he gave, alluding to the fact that he would not do over what he did. 
leaving Kimbrel in the game uh, in that World Series or playoffs. Um, so yeah, just what's your what's your thoughts on that? He said he would do it over. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. I just definitely when I heard that, I was like, I want to know what you're thinking about that man. <laughs> and do you think do you trust his adjustments going into the season? Do you think he'll figure it out? Um, look, I mean the the. Big picture thing to look at, right, is the success that Topper's had as the coach. Um, you know, the success that we've had the last two years and where we've been, the World Series and the NLCS the last two seasons. Um, it takes a lot to get there. Um, so I, I can't disregard that and I can't take that from him. But um, that being said, there is a flip side to that. And that's why there's a but. Uh, his in-game decisions and adjustments just weren't there um, the past two postseasons i mean it when we when we've gotten to those points um you know clearly things might have worked for him getting leading up to that point but once you're in that in that and you just gotta i don't know but for him to to basically i I know what you're referring to on wip in his interview and i listened to the clip uh for him to say that he would do it again doesn't strike me well at all uh rubs me the wrong way and it rubs it's rubbing all the Phillies Philippines the wrong way i'm seeing the same reaction um i don't know if he just has a pride thing that he don't want to sit there and say like yeah i fucked up uh but deep down inside i feel like he does know that that was a mistake um whether he's going to admit that or not, I don't know. I think he should as the, as the coach and um, take accountability for it. But, um, you know, he, he was trying to back it with, you know, it, it, Kimbrell's numbers and that season and him being an all-star and him getting out of all these situations in the regular season. But in that situation, when you get to that point, there's no there's no. You know, like it's not a regular season game. Uh, so when that happened and then the next night he did it again and for him all these months later to to still say that he would do the same thing, just kind of. Yeah, it, it doesn't make me feel good, um, but I'm not going to just hold that against him going into this season. I'm trying to go in with a clear mindset and give him the benefit of the doubt for where he has gotten us in the last two seasons. But, uh, yeah, no, ultimately did not fuck with that. And I, I hope he 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 learns from that last season and he does get better with the in-game adjustments and doesn't stick to the his hard-headed game plans before the game and just not make any adjustments um or make decisions like that so hopefully we're not in that situation um luckily Kimbrel is not a Philly anymore so I don't have to worry about him personally um but yeah no it, it didn't rub me the 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 best eye I gotta be honest there yeah I agree like I said I did not think that interview went well at all um, but yeah, man, I mean, I still got faith in you guys. You guys have the hitting power. You guys have Wheeler, have Nola. Uh, Ranger is back. So, I mean, I don't know. So he was dealing with injury, but we will see if he stays healthy. Kind of dealing with the same thing in New York. We're really praying that Nestor Cortez is here to deal and stays healthy. Uh, we're hoping that Rodon is back and ready. Uh, a lot of what ifs, a lot of hoping for us, but uh, I think we get it done overall. I think everybody's locked in. It's what I'm seeing on spring training in Yankees Twitter. We're it's it's looking like a great season, man. I mean, Juan Soto's here, Rizzo's happy, Judge is looking happy. He did mention he will have further problems with his toe moving forward, which kind of made me feel a little sad today. I was like, damn, but I mean, as a person that has dislocated his shoulder, dislocated his knee. Obviously, you're going to have further problems going on. It's never going to be the same. I know you could speak on the same thing, uh, tearing your meniscus. Never going to be the same. So, I mean, with injury, it's like it's pretty much an obvious thing. 
Uh, but overall, I feel like Juan Soto and Judge is going to be a problem for opposing pitchers. It. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. So how about Stanton, man? I see these looking a little slimmer. They're calling him Skinny Stanton, you know, Fit Stanton. <laughs> you know, Stanton's usually big. He's a big boy. Now he's coming in looking a little slimmer. What's your thoughts there? Why do you think he's made that, uh, he made that change? I feel as though his weight was causing a little bit more of his injury. Like, yeah, 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 like he was more injury prone. Um, as much as we loved him being jacked, he still is. Don't get it <laughs> yeah, twisted. No, the There's he... a lot of camera angles. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a little <laughs> – everybody's like yeah. questioning if he's sick or not. I'm like, all right, let's slow it down. Like I doubt Stanton's sick. So I'm pretty hype, man. I mean, yeah. overall, I feel as though – do I like him being like I said? I'm one. Of, the camera angle bought me in when I seen the one picture. I was like, whoa, he looks a little. He looks skinnier than me. He probably just and then, cut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I seen another angle. He was cut up still. still so like, yeah. I mean, I like it overall. I, anything to keep him healthy. That's what yeah, I really I, want as a Yankees fan. I just want the team to finally be healthy and to deliver at their full potential. Yeah, I, I think that was more so for his health reasons and injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe he just wanted to try a different approach this season, you know, slimming down. Um, maybe it'll make him feel more refreshed and better and ready to go faster. I made a joke saying he's going to lead the team in steals. So. <laughs> That'll be pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, man, definitely uh, looking forward to a great MLB season. I think it's going to be lit for both of us, man. Being Phillies and Yankees fans, we got – Great teams to look forward to this year, um, and we know we're going to make some noise. So it's just uh, it's exciting. It really is. Definitely looking forward to it, um, and hopefully we get to we, we get to see each other in the big game. I mean that that's the goal. That's what we've wanted to see since we've known each other, man. We've been talking about it since we were fourteen. Uh, fortunately, we weren't friends back in 2009 when we played each other. You guys beat us. Um, but, yeah, so I think that would be cool, man, just for us to experience that and see that. And it's it's quite a possibility. I mean, when you look at the both teams and where they've been the past few seasons, I mean, I mean, excluding injuries for both teams, um, I, I really think they both have the potential to, to go all the way. So it's a real possibility. It's not like we're talking out of our ass. I mean, but. Yeah, I mean, they said the Yankees. Worst, we had our worst season last year, and we were 82 and 80 yeah. since 1992. So, exactly. And again, just if everybody stays healthy, you know, we've had issues the past few seasons. Bryce got to be 100% healthy. Um, you know, Hoskins tearing his ACL last year. We've had some issues, but we still managed to overcome most of them. And I think this year, yeah, what's your thoughts on Hoskins? Speaking I'm of the devil, Brewer, I actually know Hoskins uh, was my favorite Philly. <laughs> yeah. it was, it's sad to see him leave, um, but I, I understand it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, and again, like we touched on it last week, like Hoskins, um, happy for him, obviously, to, to be on another team and get that opportunity. He deserves that uh, more than anybody. Just, uh, you know, but Hoskins was that guy, man. He was the OG fully on the team that I was going to see back in 2016, 17, when, you know, nobody was on the team besides him and Adubel and Mikel Franco. Uh, so it's just like, you know, it, it, it's home to see him in another uniform. But again, very happy for Hoskins, man. He deserves it more than anybody. He's a great guy. Uh, don't know him personally, obviously, but I'm just saying from what I know of him and him being a longtime Philly, uh, the Milwaukee is definitely lucky to have him. And I'm I'm excited to see him ball out this year, man. I really am. And June 23rd, I believe it is, or in June, June 3rd. I'm, I don't remember the exact date, but in June, I believe he is coming to Philly uh, for the homecoming. So I'm going to try to make it to that game. 
Um, and I hope he, he gets that standing ovation that he deserves. And I, I could definitely see that going that way. Um, I wouldn't even be mad if he went yard on us. <laughs> Just one last time at the bank, you know. Um, but, yeah, definitely happy for Reese Hoskins, man. He deserves everything. Um, so excited to see him on, you know, get the ball out this year. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's pretty much that. And, I, you know, the, the only thing else I want to add to the MLB thing is – there's a lot of free agents still floating out there. I just don't understand it. A lot of quality names like that could be great additions to teams. I want the Phillies to sign one of these guys. I mean, I know you want the Yankees to sign one of them. I mean, you got Blake Snell, uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Cody Bellinger, Tommy Pham, um, Matt Chapman, Adam Duvall. These are all free agents still. And spring training starts tomorrow. So I don't know what's going on this year. Uh, a lot of guys left out there. And I think they'll get scooped up. But it's just very strange, man. But on that list, who really sticks out to you? Who do you want the Yanks to try to make a move for? Definitely want us to sign Blake Snell. I would have thought it happened by now. I thought he would be uh, on the team. I need, wanted him on the fields. We need Cashman on the phone ASAP. Yeah, Blake Snell would put us over the top. I feel like we'd have everything we need if everybody plays up to their potential this year and no injuries happen. Absolutely, man. So, uh, yeah. And I got one more thing to add before we move on. The thoughts on the new uniforms in the MLB are getting a lot of reactions on social media, getting a lot of reactions from the players. I mean, I saw a picture of Otani today. You can clearly see his jersey through his pants. It just looks very cheap, very flimsy. Like It just doesn't look like the jerseys, especially the ones that we had back in the day. They were like real quality material, thick material. Uh, and now it's just like, I don't know what they're wearing now. Trey Turner spoke on it today. He said everybody hates him, was not holding it back at all <laughs> uh, when, he, when they asked him about it. What's your thoughts on the new uniforms, man? I know you've seen it floating around. Yeah, they definitely do not look good at all. Um, the longer last names are, like, bent. Uh, they don't really – I like how they used to go across the shoulder, uh, across the whole back, instead of just being, like, um, I don't know. It, it's just terrible. I don't – the the lettering the sti- like you said the see through part it's just I uh, I I heard uh, or seen that it's not embroidered anymore on the Mariners patch it's like it I don't know, just certain stuff like that yeah. the details matter um, you're asking for a hundred seventy five plus two hundred plus dollars some jerseys I saw for three hundred plus dollars and there's it's just not it's not adding up man. <laughs> nah, the quality is just not there so um do better man do better um <laughs> but that's pretty much it for the mlb talk and the sports highlights for this week uh then that leads me into some news and entertainment stuff going on this week as well um nike selects philadelphia for the home of the first michael jordan u.s store uh, we posted it up on the page the other day. Pretty interesting news. Excited to hit their store. Check it out, of course. Uh, but what's your thoughts on this, man? This is pretty dope um, that we get the first store. I would have thought New York or something. Yeah, I've seen in the comments that Chicago did have the first store. I don't know what's up uh, with that. I didn't that, look that too much sense. into it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought so, too. I was like, what? why is Philly getting the first Michael Jordan So I thought it would be chicago so a lot of the comments were saying what about the store in chicago not too sure i don't know maybe it's like legit wording um maybe it wasn't the first maybe it wasn't fully michael jordan's like a fully michael jordan store maybe you know what i mean so maybe it's a logical thing there that or this is the first expansion store like the next yeah yeah i I think it's something in the title of the the way the story is but anyway i feel 
it might be a little risky. That's all I want to say. Uh, Philly is known for looting. They need I don't high know. security there. Yeah, I, I don't know how long it's going to go without being tagged up or uh, ran up on. But I do like the idea of having it in Philly. I feel like Philly is a huge basketball city. Uh, obviously, AI, Kobe, Joel Embiid, a lot of Kyle Lowry now. Um, so let's switch into that a little bit. Um, what's your thoughts on that quote from Pat Bev saying that he's just going to put the work on Kyle Lowry? Um, well, it's back to, you know, it's back to not liking him. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because I feel as though he did make a home for himself learned, in Philly. Yeah, he did. And I thought he fit very well in Philly. And that's just that's why it's funny, I guess. But um I, I don't know, man. I think it's just, it's fun. And I think he's going to make it fun when we play them. I'm not really thinking of it too much, thinking into it too much, because I got to be honest, I'm really not invested in NBA like I really usually am. And I don't know if it's because Embiid went down. And I really think that's what started it for me. Once Embiid got hurt, I've kind of just, it's not, <sighs> it's just hard, man. It's hard, especially with the Sixers right now. And, you know, but overall, though, I think uh, Lowry coming to Philly is cool for Lowry being a Philly native, and uh, Pat Bev will be welcoming him, welcoming him back. So I think that'll be that'll be a funny thing. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that, uh, excited for the Jordan story in Philly. We'll definitely have to check that out. Maybe show the people, take a video or something, make a little reel for them. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's what I, I wasn't too sure when it was. Yeah, I didn't see the date. I didn't see a year. I didn't see the date. I don't think we posted it either. But um, other than that, man, I did see the Bob Marley movie yesterday. Bob Marley's new movie came out, uh, One Love, on February 14th. I got to go see it last night. Uh, Dope movie, man. Uh, I thought it was very well done. Ziggy Marley, uh, Bob's son talking in the beginning of the movie. Uh, and apparently he was on set making sure everything was really authentic and making sure the movie went right. Um, but definitely a dope movie. I encourage you to go see it, bro, if you didn't see it yet. Anybody else to go see it that hasn't seen it. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. And um, just, you know, the music through the movie, everything. Big Bob Marley fan since I was younger. Have a lot of memories from his music. And uh, it was dope. Definitely dope movie. So go check it out. Yeah, I was looking at a lot of the commercials about it, and I, I didn't know how to feel about it. I guess I will see. I trust your judgment. Yeah, uh, um, yeah Bob Marley seems like a cool dude. I mean, I can't lie. I don't really listen to a ton of his music, but overall, the history on him seems really like genuine. Love to see him, uh, well, his son, Damian Marley, uh, with Nas, did a lot of songs with him. Be cool concert to go to. Um, but yeah, it would be a cool movie to see. Definitely check it out. Yeah, you learn about a lot, a lot about him and his life too. If you if you don't know that much about him, other than his music, so again, definitely encourage everybody to go see it. It's a dope movie about his life and him. And again, his son Ziggy uh, makes a speech in the beginning of the movie, and you see, um, if you look it up, he was on set through the entire thing to make sure everything was really authentic and really uh, accurate. So definitely go check that out. One love, Bob Marley. Um, also, the other day on February 19th, four years ago, we lost the talented and the great Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop. The smoke will never clear. We always said that. Um, still bump his music to this day. Not as much, unfortunately, because there's only so much that we were left with. Um, but rest in peace to Pop, man. It just always makes you think when it comes up every year 
how short his life got taken and how young he was and how much potential he had in his career. Um, definitely a sad situation there. But again, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, man. Definitely going to continue to live his legacy on with through his music and good vibes. Uh, but definitely wish we could have got more out of him, man, and just got to, you know, just wish it didn't occur the way it did, obviously. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was a tragic death. It was teenagers, which is, it just blows my mind. I mean, I don't know. And the it's woman just, speaking on it apparently the other day. And yeah, I did. I did yeah. see that. I ran into that. But I don't Yeah, definitely RIP. Uh, we're losing too many young people. 20 years old. He wasn't even 21. Yeah. I mean, way too young. crazy, man. Definitely wild, especially as, mu- as much as we listen to him. I uh, definitely wish we could have got to see him live, considering uh, we we got to see a handful of artists live. Yeah, and it definitely brings me, so, speaking of live concerts, did you see the Roots Picnic? Nah. I, nah. It came out. I was oh, I, I was shocked. I mean, it's Lil Wayne going to be there. You got Gunna. Mm-hmm. You got Sexy Red. I mean... I don't, I don't out mess with it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, popular She's wise. Wild, uh, but there's a lot, lot of people. Um, Jill Scott. Yeah, I didn't see the lineup. It, yeah, you got to check it out, man. I Definitely. mean, I, Lil Wayne's just the first one that popped. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's dope. That's dope as shit. Um, definitely have to check that lineup out for sure. Uh, speaking of Gunna, though, we did have a new drop from Gunna this week on February 15th called Bittersweet. Drop the visuals and the single for it. Um, pretty dope song and he's, you know, it kind of speaks on the thug situation on it a little bit, uh, but really dope visuals too. I mean, ever since Gunn has been on this solo vibe, uh, he, it just really stuck out to me how great of a writer he really is. Um, and Gunn is really talented, man. I got to give it to him. He really is. And uh, he just announced he's going on a tour too. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know the dates or where at yet. I didn't look that much into it, but, uh, dope song, like I said, and ever since he's been on this solo kick, um, you know, he's been calling a lot of shit out and he's just, uh, he got to really open up to see how talented he really is as a writer and just as a, as an artist. I mean, he's, his production's always a one visuals are always there. Um, dope ass video, go check it out. Um, but yeah, man, been bumming that song and, uh, yeah, just, uh, gun is doing his thing, man. Can Considering all the shit that's stacked up against him, he's doing his thing, so you can't be mad at him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the music scene is a little fuzzy, I feel as though. Um, this sure. past, these past couple of months, no really emerging artists. Um, it's kind of all the same, I feel as though. So I've just been listening to a lot of old stuff, like we said in the last episode, for sure. Uh, but that is it. With the music stuff, kind of leads us into our betting segment. Um, we will lead you guys with our picks. Uh, do have a Twitter for that as well. Um, but NBA is the first sport we're going to get into. NBA conference winners. We'll start with the East. Boston Celtics are the favorite at plus 110. Uh, the Bucks are second. The Knicks are third. Cavs are fourth and so on. Leads me to my question, who is your choice for the NBA East Conference winner? Well, um, this is a little tricky, tricky question here because uh, if Embiid's healthy, I'm going Sixers all day. Um, even Plus Even if he comes back for the playoffs, that's a juicy prop right there, sitting at 1,500, and it's only that much because of the injury to Embiid. But if he comes back postseason, I mean, 
the Sixers obviously showed us something by going out and getting Buddy Heald, going out and getting campaign. Granted, they gave up a couple role guys, but uh, Buddy Heald's been a great addition to the team. Uh, he's been spreading the floor really well, playing very well. Um, Maxi, I think, will continue to lead this team as well. You know, So I think that we're going to do anything we can to be where we should be. Uh, but the lack of not having Embiid and your all-star player, definitely uh, you know, your MVP player, definitely takes into account. But I'll take the Sixers out of it for a second. Right now, um, Celtics are clear-cut. But in my opinion, just they're the favorite. <laughs> Second to that, I'm going to take the Bucks out. I don't believe in the Bucks. Um, I do love Dame, no disrespect, and I, I do like Giannis. But I just don't trust Doc Rivers, obviously. That's the deciding factor there. Um, the New York Knicks, though, I got to be honest, it, regarding disregarding the injuries that they've had, the injury bug this year, the Knicks have kind of been rolling, and they're a scary team. I really don't know if you want to see them um, in the playoffs, but we'll see what happens this year. It could be a different story. I don't know. But I'm rocking with my Sixers, obviously, if Embiid comes back in the playoffs. But if not, I got to go Celtics, man. It just I don't trust Doc Rivers and the Bucks. The Knicks have too many injuries going on, and Randall's not. And I, 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 don't, I don't really know what's going on there. Uh, the Cavs just seem like they just don't have enough still. Um, I, I like the Cavs team, honestly. I've liked this team. Uh, last year, I liked it this year. Uh, Donnie, of course, always balling, doing what he can for the team. And uh, they got a good squad. I mean, obviously got Mobley, Allen, and, you know, other guys. I mean, George Niang's over there <laughs> in Cleveland. Um, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. But I will say the Celtics probably got that locked up if Embiid is not back in the postseason. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. That's my pick as well, the Celtics. I'm sorry, I kind of went I, off there. <laughs> nah, I feel like it's the only pick. Uh, like, you it got really into is. all of it. Every so. other team below the Celtics is shaky. Like, because they have an issue somewhere. Injury, coaching, something. Yeah, I feel like you touched up on it enough. The East is a little more uh, clear-cut than I, I would say than the West. We got the Nuggets at plus 220. The Clippers at plus 230. We got the Suns at plus 800, and then it just dips from there. So the West is a little bit more harder. The T-Wolves um, have been in the fucking mix. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, the Timberwolves, definitely in it. Uh, that leads me to my second question. Who do you have winning the West? Oh, man. See, and that's a tough question in itself, too, because of how up for grabs it kind of is. The Denver Nuggets, clearly they have the team last year. We know this. Um, but I don't think they go back to back. I don't think they take it. The Clippers have kind of been shocking me with their consistency recently. Um, you know, <laughs> James Harden going to the Clippers, like kind of laughable at first, but he seems to be serviceable enough for them. Uh, Kawhi, PG doing their thing. Um, I think they just kind of figured it out a little bit this year, got more consistent this year. Um, the Suns, I mean, you always have to look at those, them as a contender when Kevin Durant's on the They're team. They're just way too injury prone. In it, my yeah, opinion. yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Like they, that, when I look at the Suns, I just think injuries. Same thing, kind of going on with the Knicks. I feel like in the Suns are kind of in that same boat. I would say, and then the T Wolves, the Timberwolves. I, I, they, you can't sleep on them, honestly. If if anybody's a second close um, to the Clippers, you got to go T Wolves. And OKC is just a little too young still, in my opinion. I love the team that they got going on over there. I love what they're doing in Oklahoma. I just think that they're still still need to mature as a squad you know what i mean and to get where they where they need to be i think they're headed in the right direction though but i will say overall 
I'm going to give it to probably the Clippers or the T-Bulls. They're kind of in the mix, but I got to go to the Clippers, man. They seem like they're they're mean in business this year. So a L.A. Boston finals without the Lakers. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy. I can see it, though. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I could see the Clippers pulling it out of the West. I feel like they had just have too they, much firepower. Yeah. And if they um, stay healthy, too, like, it's, it's really just who stays acquire, healthy. Acquiring like, James Harden, I feel like, just – Gets that little over the edge, uh, especially with Russell Westbrook. You got, like you said, Kawhi, PG, uh, Familiar, and Hall of Fame coach Ty Lue. So. Yeah, I was going to say really about the Clippers. like They're just a very, very well-coached team, especially this season. So I think they got what it's going to take this year. Uh, but if you look at the NBA as a whole this year, it's just really not um, – what we're used to seeing, I feel like it's a little more up for grabs than it usually is. There's not as many contenders. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's lacking something. Um, but those are the teams I can really see ending up um, in the finals. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. It is approaching um, soon. So we will see, man. I mean, a lot of Lakers fans have hope. All-Star Weekend has just ended. So that's the last thing we have to look forward to is the NBA Finals. And the playoffs. So, I mean, baseball, we were speaking on it. So let's get into it. Champions, uh, we're talking odds, still, in our, still on our betting topics. The Dodgers, I mean, they're plus 320. What is your thoughts on that? They're a clear favorite. I mean, the Braves are at plus 450. Then for some reason, you had the Astros just still in the mix. For some reason. I don't know why. Um, a plus 700 is ridiculous. <laughs> For the Astros to win the World Series, I I'm really a dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree there. Um, but looking at these odds is kind of funny. I mean, Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Yankees, Rangers, Phillies, they're all teams that I would expect to to win it in the end. Uh, I think they got the odds kind of kind of right for once. I, I mean, I can't really lie there. I think the Braves are a little too high though, honestly. They're, they're regular season warriors at this point. We know that. Um, and the Phillies just happen to be their kryptonite. I don't know how long that'll keep going on for, so I'm just going to talk confidently about that. But um, Philly's sitting juicy at 1,500, and obviously I'm biased, so I'll take that. Uh, it's a great future to sprinkle on. <laughs> just being, again, take the biased out, though. We have made it far the last two years, and I think we do have what it takes to make it just getting getting there again, um, and ha if we can get there for a third time. So, uh, fifteen hundred is a really it's a really great value, though. Uh, not you know, but uh, the Rangers now fourteen hundred do not think they go back to back, but not bad odds either. You got some great value there. The Yankees at eight hundred. I know you're you're just you're salivating looking at that. <laughs> um, I know, but he's probably already got it locked in. Um, but <laughs> Yankees plus eight hundred is. A good decision as well. Um, I'd really hate to to say this, but if I'm taking biased out of it, I want my Phillies to obviously be world champs this year, and I think we're I think we will. But the Dodgers, man, the Dodgers—they're sitting at first. They're plus three twenty. Just take it now before it drops to to minus <laughs> late in this season um, or early this season. I don't even know, but just the fact that they got Shohei Otani. Granted, he's not pitching; he's just hitting, but. Shohei Otani, Yamamoto, in addition to the team that they have already, you really just can't, I don't know, you can't pass that up there. You got to give it to the Dodgers. I think the Braves, now they don't need to be second. Uh, put us above the Braves at this point, honestly. Um, but 
I think the Braves are too high, but I'll go to the Dodgers. What's your thoughts, man? Got to go my Yankees plus 800. Um, this is the year, number 28. It's right. It's the only It's the only way. It's See, the, only the only outcome. The only way we, we got I'll no be choice. okay with that, bro, honestly, is if you guys don't beat us. So if we make it to the World Series to play you guys, we're winning. But <laughs> if... If it's not the Phillies, just know I'm I'm rocking with y'all. So you know, yes, so. sir. That's, that's the only deciding. You know fact. how we get down over Your here. Your opponent is what decides that for me. For sure. I mean, it's just all in all. I feel like this is the if year. It's anybody but the Phillies, y'all got it. <laughs> it's the year, man. So I mean, moving I on to more odds. Um, regular season home run leader. Gotta go just for the juice. I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I know it's. I I know the clear cut, Aaron Judge, Aaron James Judge, uh, but I got to rock Juan Soto. Okay, plus fourteen hundred. You think he's in the Yankee like that stadium? stadium? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, Juan Soto at plus fourteen hundred is pretty juicy there, and we'll keep dropping these futures for you all every week. I, I don't know. I mean, if we if we see more futures coming up, or we'll find definitely picks to drop to you guys. Um, Clearly, they'll have to be futures or, you know, down the road bets because of how we drop. But um, Aaron Judge is the favorite, plus 380. Now, I think Judge is going to be up there. But does he lead? I don't know. I don't know. He definitely can. He definitely, you know, we know what the Judge does. We've seen it in person. We know what he is. Um, Dude's a beast, man. One of my favorite players in the league. Um, But... This is tricky. See, I didn't get to look at this before the show, so I'm kind of got to think about it for a second. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, this this is crazy. So, they got um, Schwarber's up there at 1,200, um, top five in odds there. Shohei's plus 1,000. That's not a bad, that's not a bad not juice. Not a bad odds Honestly, on Shohei since he's not pitching. I, again, yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to say for the people, my suggestion would be, Take that Shohei Otani at plus 1,000. But if I'm being who I'm going to be, I might take a healthy Bryce Harper at plus 4,800. Wow. Wow. See, we haven't seen him play a full season in the last two or three years. So See, if he I, does this year, he, he could be up there. My rebuttal is <laughs> is kind of the reason why I didn't pick Aaron Judge himself. Um, I think teams are smart. And I do not they think Aaron them. Judge sees all 162 games or however the fuck much they play. Um, no, not a chance. I don't think he sees even 80% of all of our games um, if Aaron Boone's smart enough. So, yeah, I think that's the only reason uh, Aaron Judge is going to stay healthy for the postseason and we're going to get our 28th ring. Yeah. No, I can, I can agree there. But my pick will be Shohei for the people, uh, plus 1,000. I think that's great value there. Um, and just for being a DH all year, I think he could get it done, man. He's always up there in homers. So we will see what happens. Yeah, and it leads us to our last and final future of this episode. Uh, to keep it on the MLB topic, regular season strikeout leaders. Got to go with my guy Garrett Cole at plus 1,200. Um, you do have Spencer Strider. Leading at plus <laughs> one eighty. If you just so. saw the face I made, that was because I saw Spencer Strider's name sitting out there as the favorite at plus one eighty. Um, Spencer Strider is, um, you know, the Philly son. 
if you didn't know who he was. Um, <laughs> I just, I laugh at this guy. I don't know. I, I probably would like him if he was on the Phillies because he's, he is a good pitcher. But at the end of the day, I, I really, I, I don't like him, actually. I probably wouldn't even like him if he was a Philly. Um, Spencer Strider, don't take that. Um, just don't do it. If you saw what happened in the postseason last year, he, he folds every time he gets to that stage. And not only that, um, his, his attitude, man, he just, he just, I don't know. He's he doesn't a, like loud noise. He's a bitch. Um, so yeah, Spencer Strider, do not take that at plus 180. You're going to lose money. Um, Garrett Cole, plus 1200. I mean, Cy Young, I mean, it's not, it's not bad, man. Uh, I think, Garrett Cole's up there, obviously. Um, Corbin Burns on the Orioles strikes my uh, my eye here. Corbin yeah, especially Burns, because I'm hearing some Braddish injury news. Yeah, I think Corbin Burns is going to actually ball the fuck out in Baltimore. Really, honestly, Baltimore grabbing him was probably the best thing they could have did because Really, potentially, you could be seeing Baltimore in the ALCS. So, you know, I, Corbin Burns might be a sleeper pick here at 2,500. Um, Zach Wheeler at plus 3,000. I knew he was going to do it to you guys. Crazy odds for being the uh, – he's, he's always up there in strikeouts. So, um, But, yeah, if, I mean, and that's another guy. Again, if he's healthy all year, I he, knew he could it. be up there. That's my bias kicking in. I um, knew it. But, yeah, nah, I, I'll give you um, – uh, Corbin Burns might be a sleeper, bro. Honestly, he might be a Garrett sleeper. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole can't be mad at it. Zach Wheeler, um, if he's healthy all year, he could be in that conversation. So, you know, biased or not, facts are facts. So um, that's pretty much it, man. We got into a little bit of everything today. It was a great episode. Um, and we will see you all next week. If you made it this far and you're still listening, appreciate you all the love and support that you guys continue to show us is why we continue to do it for you all, um, of course. So that's pretty much it. We're going to go chill, and y'all should as well. That's go Duke. Huge. Yes, sir. That's it. Peace.